Yeah, I'm black. All right. The technical difficulties. She's the least racist. All right, but, you know, let's just, let's just jump right into it, you know? Well, but first off, kind of, what's your thoughts around this draft? Uh, how would it after? Who, who do you think are five years from now, we're going to be looking back like, yo, he was he was slept on or he was dumb overrated. What do you think? Um, I like I like Mo Bamba. Okay. I like his defensive presence. I I think he could be like a Clint Capella style. Okay. I like uh, I like Kevin Knox. I think he could be a, one of them uh, Jason Tatum stylish. What? Yeah, I do. I like uh, Martin Bagley. I cannot lie, I do. I like Shaw. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. Oh, real, a lot. I like him and Sexton. I've been, I've been high on Sexton from the summer. Most competitive player to drink. I've been high on him for a while. I like him. But after after Sexton, Shy is definitely along with Tony Carr. Mm-hmm. My favorite guards in this draft, and uh, Bus. I would have to go to uh, Miles Bridges. I don't really yep. see. I don't really see a, a legit skill set. Okay. Actually, maybe both of the Michigan State products. Jaron Jackson? Yeah, because I don't really... He looks slow. Mm-hmm. He looked he look a little slow. He looked a little big. I don't know. They, they say he had a good workout. They say he played good defense, but I don't really... In my personal opinion, looking at him, I don't really see that. Um, Jaron Jackson reminds me of Tristan Thompson. Yeah, and I'm not high on Tristan Thompson. I think you can find Tristan Thompson anywhere. Yeah. And I got to disagree with you with Knox. I think he might be a must. He reminds me of like a Josh Smith. Why is that? Like, I I don't know what he is. Well, he can shoot. That's the thing. He can shoot. But what happens when we try to... We give him ten shots. How many of those ten is he gonna make? Jump shots out of the ten jump shots. Yep. Six. Hell no. Yeah. In a game situation. Ten jumpers, mid ranges to threes. In a six. game, you, I give him six. You, 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 you. Woo! Six. Right, four to six. Wow. I can see that. I would say four. I can see. I can. He he has nice length. He has good size. He can shoot the ball well. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid range. I'm I'm convinced he can make four to six jump shots. Shots, shots. Right? You said shots, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I'm not really high on Zaire Smith. I think uh, I'm really mm, Michael Porter. I'm not a fan of anybody with a uh, back back injuries so early. Mm-hmm. Um, Aiton, his defense is like questionable. So to be so big and all be all about offense. Um, um, I don't really care for that. So I don't really know. Luca, I don't really know too much about him. I've seen some highlights. He got like a slow game to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that could translate. Paul Pierce had a slow game. But he's 6'7", and they got him at like a, a forward. So I don't really know. But he had the ball. 3-2. I mean, he, I can see him as a two-guard. That would make him Joe Johnson to me. 
And I'm, I'm cool, Joe Johnson. I look at him as like a bigger Ginobili. Well, Ginobili was crafty. Yeah, I can see crafty. But he had a little ball. You know what, Ginobili? Yeah, okay. I can see a little comparison. I can see that. That's why I feel like Luca's success is predicated on what team drafts him. Memphis. Um, Memphis could use him. Dallas. All right, well, well, all right. So with the first pick, I think I think I think for the first pick, I think we have a general consensus that DeAndre Ayton. Um, yeah. The Suns need a and big. And it's the second pick also. Both teams, or oh, actually, the Suns, yeah, they do need a big. I got the Kings trading back. I got them taking. I got them drafting. I, I got them trading. And the only reason I say they're trading is because. Bagley isn't going to change their, their team tomorrow. But who can they get in a trade that will? Asset. Like, what are they trade? What are they trading for? They could trade. Would you trade? Would you trade the second pick and maybe one of the expiring contracts for DeAndre Jordan in the in in uh, 11th and 12th pick? Or 12 or 13. What? I mean, that don't sound like a bad trade, but I got young bigs already. I got uh, Scal. I got Willie. I got Galibus here. Cheese. Willie, okay, but he doesn't bring any offensive threat. Scal, not bad. Okay. Scal, not bad. I'll, I can draft Bagley because I got. Uh, Zach Randolph, who is on his way out, and Bagley could come in and be like an Amari Stoudemire kind of a baby version. Come in there and get, get real scrappy, make his mid ranges, knock down a random three or two, um, grab the rebounds, got nice length, can back you off of him. Him and Willie, I can see that. I can see him and Willie. You drafted Justin Jackson last year, so you really don't – I mean, I guess you go to Luka maybe, but I don't really think that's necessary. But you got De'Aaron Fox who handles the ball for you. True. So, how did you – so, so you think Big Lee's a consensus number two? I, I, I don't see him – I don't see how he, he – uh, how any other scenario happens that he's not number two. So what about um so the third pick? This is where it gets dicey. So the Hawks want to trade Dennis Schroeder. So that would make them have a I mean they'll have an opening at point guard and also they still have an opening at center because the center is what so who's the point guard the magic See, the thing is, I see a lot of different shit, a lot, a lot of different stuff happening. Because we got to think about Kemba Walker's on the trading block. Schroeder's on the trading block. I got the, ooh, I got the All Knicks right. trading with the Hornets. Get Kemba. We'll pick the Hornets right. back. The 11th pick. They going to draft Colin Sexton, and then they going to make a trade with the Knicks. Trade Kemba. Then they got All not right. to move up to number nine. I'm saying Knox is he's tricky. He's he is tricky. Trick, he's a tricky guy. So, but just just going in this order, uh, you can't predict the trade. So we're not going to do no trade. No trade. The the third pick with the Hawks. I would say. I say. Mo Bamba, you have uh, Michael, Michael Porter with a They tree. can't go big, though. Well, they do Why have not? a dead man. They do have a few. Yeah, and, and John Collins, Mike Muscala. Those are their, like, you got to get you some defensive presence in there. And I think you got Michael John Porter, Collins. For the- I think Michael Porter should be your pick. Because they have to, the biggest piece that they were missing last year was Millsap. They got to get, they got to get a small four score. They got to. Cause even if, even if you add a big, 
that's not going to give you any more scoring production. It's only going to give you defense. But how do you make up for the scoring? With the so, what do you trade? Then what would you trade for Dennis Schroeder? Um, try to get a big. Try would you trade Dennis on white side? Nah, he already did. You, did you do Dennis Schroeder for Dennis Schroeder and that pick for DeAndre Jordan? No. Would you do? Because they they need to draft someone. So did you? Are you go Mo? You go Michael Porter? I don't I would, know. I, don't I would, see. I see if it were if it were me, I would trade with Chicago. Because maybe maybe you could still get Jaron Jackson at the number seven pick. You see what I'm saying? Like from four to seven, you could still you could still get your big. Still, maybe able to pick up a piece, but a big is not. You cannot just leave this draft with a big. That's not going to help your franchise. Well, they got the third pick, and they have like the they got three first round picks, the Hawks. So they can get they can get the dude. They can get somebody late. They got nineteen and thirty. Yeah, so they got one in each portion of the draft. So they can get. So they got they got the first tier, middle tier, and and they got the last pick. I mean, they could they they could try to mortgage something. Maybe you put the thirtieth pick in 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 the in the third pick and try to get maybe like a DeAndre Jordan and still get one of their twelfth picks. I wouldn't be mad at that. And I can see DeAndre and Elena. So, all right. So, go to the fourth pick. But, but hold on. But, but who do we think is going to get – I think that Luca or Michael Porter Jr. will be at the pick. Luca or Porter, the third pick will be – Mobamba or or Luca Donald? So the fourth though, the Grizzlies. Hello? Yeah, man. What happened, man? That's you. What happened? What you, what you do? I didn't do anything. That's you. That's who called you. I didn't get a call. Yes, you did. But what? Luke is going to get picked third off the tree. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I, can't I, think it's, huh? I think it's Mo. It's gonna be Mo. Who, Luca? It, the third pick. It gotta. It gotta be. It make the most sense. Atlanta won't pick there. I got either Dallas picking there, the Clippers picking there, and I wouldn't even be surprised if maybe. Chicago, possibly. Well, the Grizzlies, they they like Wendell Carter. Or if they can't trade out, they like Wendell Carter. They could I they could trade see. back to, to get Wendell. They could trade. They can't go past them. They got to go to the Bulls or something. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's, that's where things get tight. And I think we have to – this draft isn't a draft where you can draft purely on need. I mean, on best player. You have to draft on need. Hey, oh, so let's, let, let's pay a bill real quick. Do the first uh, uh, promotion. All right. So <sighs> the first the first, the first episode this week presented by Grand Shuffle, the official card deck of uh, NSL, Nick Spade League, and all Spade games worldwide, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, Grand sir. Shuffle, Grand Shuffle cards uh, can stand any player in any condition. Your table is slightly moist, so you're playing with a bad shuffler that bends the cards. And, you know, people that went around, they want to cheat and renege. 
this 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 card deck right here for nigga proof. Read nigga so. proof. Read nigga proof. Read nigga proof. Now for all my so. official or call themselves official space player, this is the deck that you need. Like he said, it could withstand any moist table. Cards ain't like you hit that. You get all that. But also, there's no bending the the, the, the little corners, none of that cheating stuff. This deck is made by a special piece of paper. That doesn't allow all that. Doesn't absorb the moisture of the table. Stays crisp, stays firm, and you always get that when you shuffle it. <laughs> so please, 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 when you get a chance, visit the NSLLeague.com and get yourself a get yourself a deck of NSL official cards. All right, we got a nice little promotion going on right now. NSLLeague.com. Type in two herbs in a pot, and you'll get your deck. All right. Sure. So, back, back to the draft. Back to the draft. Where we at? Number four or five? What are we saying we about a, the Grizzlies? They got to pick. We we talk about there's what? no, there's no trading, so we can't talk about trading back. They eat number four. So what are they gonna do? Number four, Memphis. Yeah. I, I think Memphis. Well, what do you th- you think Memphis would trade Marcus off? They said they wanted to. That's why they went with Wendell Carter. But they already have. They got um, who they draft from Michigan State to uh, Devontae Davis was name. So they can't get Wendell. If anything, they got to get Jerry. No, they big's been busts. Bust. Oh, they got Wendell in here as a center. I, I look at Wendell as a power forward. Hmm. So you got Wendell. I got Jaron Jackson going number four to Memphis, but I think Marcus So might get traded. And Bickerstaff right. is the coach there. Okay. Number five. Number five. I think that'll be Atlanta picking there. No trading. So oh, it's no trading. So it's still the Mavs. Okay. Um. I think they're gonna go Bamba. Well, since I said. Bagley, I mean Bamba at the Hawks. I'm going Luca. Okay, and I got Luca at the I got Luca at the Hawks, and I'm going Bamba at Dallas. So I'm slapping it right there. I'm slapping Luca right there. That fit. F1 ass team over there. They just leave me. I got Bamba, University of Texas, staying in Texas. I got that. Number six, Orlando. I got Jaron Jackson Jr. right here. I have Trey Young. Right. And I think they're only they're only doing that because they feel like they need to make a splash. And I think that they think that they could be the East Coast version of, of Golden State by allowing him to do what he needs. And since they're they're a bad team, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. I can see them taking the point guard. I can. That's where I can see that. But I, uh, you know, I got Jaren Jackson get that big off the board. They they don't know what to do with uh, uh Vucevic and uh Aaron Gordon is. I don't really he's positionless right now. And uh, but he can step in right over there. But then again, I don't really know if they'll do that because they just drafted Jonathan Isaac last year and he barely played in. But Jonathan Isaac, know. they, they dreaded Jonathan Isaac to be like a power forward. Small what is, then what, all right, so was Jackson the power forward center? Jackson power forward center, but primarily a rebounding defender, run the floor. So this, is, this is Tristan Thompson, you say, right? I don't. Yeah. You already got Tristan Thompson. Take your shoes off. Okay, take your shoes off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry for the interruption. Back to the draft. So, what about Chicago? They hire Michael Porter Jr. That's where I got them taking him. Yep. All right. So we we get on that. The big thing, number eight, Cleveland. Cleveland. All right. 
This is where I, I picked Trey Young. I was in I was in between Trey Young, Sexton, and I was Green was in there shy too. So I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I was looking shy though. Shy or, they go- or Sexton. So I think that's how it's going. It's going to be. I can see Sexton. I can see Trey Young. But then again, I can't really see Trey Young because he ain't going to be able to play against the. Uh, well, let's think about the East guards. Who 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 he had to defend? What was that? The, who would Trey Young have to play against in the East as far as guards? John Wall, Kyrie, um, Ben Simmons, Kemba Walker. Um, it's not too many. I like Reggie Jackson. I like Sexton right there. I like Sexton in New York. See, I like uh, I'm gonna go Sexton with the Cavs. I think I think either, I think his his, I think Sexton will work there. It, okay. But then again, yeah. Sex in a shot. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm stuck. I don't know who that. I'm, I don't know who I think they. I think. Sex If they don't go six, uh, sex, I think they're going to go uh, Bridges from Villanova. The Cavs? Yeah. See, I think Bridges, I think the, the Bridges Sixers lock. It's so, it, I mean, compare uh, connection is so good, it's going to not happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. Well, I think that I think he has the potential to be like a baby Ka- Kawhi, but all we'll, right, we'll see what happens. So, with the Knicks, I got Sexton, I got Michael Bridges. Okay, and then the Sixers. I got Lonnie. I got Lonnie. You got Lonnie too. Then yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte get uh, sex uh, Sexton on my list because I put Trey Young on the Cavs. I have Charlotte getting Zaire Smith. Even though they just drafted Malik Monk. Cause they about to make some trades, and then twelve, thirteen. Well, he he got free. Well, Charlotte could also if they get rid of Kemba there, if they do that today, they got to draft a guard. If not, I think they might take Kevin Knox. Okay. Clippers. I got shy. A, I got shy. Also, I got that one and. I don't know. I got Robert Williams. Robert Williams? See, I can see them taking Miles Bridges, but I, that undersized... Um, that undersized big big man. They already have that mm-hmm. with uh, Wesley Johnson. And I don't know if they'll do that again. All right. So you got maybe Robert Williams. I get okay. Fourteen Denver. 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 What Denver? Miles Bridges. Yeah, I can see that, but mm. I guess I can rock with that pick. Then it gets dicey because then now you about to start hearing about randoms. All right. See, Wizards. I can see them taking Zaire Smith. I can see him taking D. Vincenzo. But I think the Celtics are going to end up with him. 
and he's going to be like a modern-day Delonte West without the crazy shit. Or they can get to, get Robert Williams on that one also. True. How many trades you predicted? Uh? I got at least eight. Yeah, we could we'll be about around six to ten. Maybe six, six maybe around like, matter of fact, not just uh, six, ten, four, four, about four, Jones, four, five. I got a smooth eight. <laughs> and we got, and I say two blockbuster, like two big names. Yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie is out of Boston. Um, so is he going to New York? Kyrie. Or are you going to the Nets? Ky- Ky- Kyrie going to have to go somewhere that's good. Isn't Trey happening in, in the Trailblazers, maybe? Yep. I see Trailblazers, Wizards. Um, Hawks, Hornets. Sixers. Sixers. Sixers, Sixers might splash a trade in that thing. They're known for trading draft picks. The Jazz might make a little move. It's going to be It's going to be a lot of... It's going to be a lot of league-altering moves today. For sure. For sure. I'll say that. I would definitely say that. Who is going to be the team that makes the biggest splash today? The biggest splash? Who has the splashiest piece that's tradable? I don't know, uh, maybe the Spurs, the, the Kawhi Leonard and Spurs situation, mm-hmm. the Lakers maybe. Lakers might jump in that thing. Um, um, I think the Pelicans the, might make a splash move. Yeah. Surprise all of us. I don't know. What, what, about, what about the Pistons? They don't have a first-round pick. I don't, what, what do you think about that? Um, ooh, you know what? I won't be surprised if Blake Griffin get traded. To Oklahoma City. Yeah, about time. For Melo. No, no. No, Melo ain't going nowhere. Melo taking that money. Get mm-hmm. that bread, bro. Don't let him buy you out. Take that $27 million to the bank. But I could definitely see that. Yeah. I, uh... I think, uh... I hope I, I'm a hometown team right now. I'm going for the Sixers. Hope they make a, a nice move at that tip pick. Hope they bring somebody that can work out right now with the current regime. I don't know if we're going to trade anybody on the team right now. We don't have many people to trade. We got some free agents that we might want to sign back. I'm not too sure. We do got people we can trade. We can trade Fultz. We can tra- trade Sarge. We can trade. Um, we can trade. Um, Are you trading Ben Simmons at all? No. Ben Simmons and, and be untouchable. All right. Covington, what's going on? What are we doing? I'm trading Covington if I get Kawhi. Covington is an easy piece to move because he showed us who he was in the playoffs. What about Alan Crabb? Who? His, his contract's too high, actually. We don't, we don't need it. We don't need Crabb. I like Car- I, I like uh, Levert. Karis Levert. I like yeah, but give him some more time. He still need to mold into what type of player he's gonna be. Like he not he not at the stage where Dinwiddie is, where Dinwiddie understands what his role is in the NBA. Like Levert is still understanding it. The only good thing is the Nets is a cheese team, so you kind of could get the freedom to do whatever you want. But it kind of shows you when you go from a cheese team to a good team, it don't work. I.e. Jordan Clarkson, I.e. Rodney Hood, like. Niggas was going – they went to that team with numbers, and then they, they couldn't do shit because it's different when you 
Where you roll They went from yeah, you went from a cheese team to a cheese team. I mean, you went from a cheese team to a good team, but you you wasn't developed and you were just playing. You wasn't ready. Like you, you, you was good at that one thing that they needed you to do, but now you're not redoing really it. You already got a role. So. So yeah. So, I don't know. So I'm really interested to kind of see where how everything develops, where everything goes, um, who drafts who. You know, the only team I truly care about is only the Sixers, but um, I think that this is probably one of the deepest draft, deep deepest drafts since. I don't this know. This deep draft, but this is about all right. So this is Anthony it, Davis draft is is sixty picks in this draw. Mm-hmm. Out of the sixty picks, I don't. What? Well, like twenty five picks probably pan out for real, for real, right? Yeah, I mean traditionally after like I, a five year, I say this drum probably seventeen, nineteen, twenty deep. That's what. Yeah, I, I was don't thinking, really. I seems like twenty twenty five deep, but I think that you're gonna get a lot of sleepers like your Divincenzos, your Jalen Brunsons. They're they gonna have good careers. Yeah, Javon Carter is going going to have uh, Javon Carter going to have a good career. Um, I mean, you you have players in there that's not really being mentioned, but once if they get into the right system, they'll be fine. So that's kind of where I'm more or less like I'm really intrigued at what the second round looks like because you're going to hear a lot of names that you never heard before, but it's more system oriented than any anything else because you got a lot of volume scores and shooters in this draft, but they're not going to do that in the NBA. But you also have a lot of players that play in college that's great at rebounding and playing defense and shit like that that's needed. And that can translate right away. So, I'm interested to see that. I agree. So, so yeah, so, you know, even though we ain't really shout out, this is episode two, but it's just the draft edition. So, again, to all our fans and listeners, we apologize that we wasn't giving you no real gritty content about anything that's going on current events. And I know we got a lot of stuff to talk about as far as the new music that dropped, you know, things that happened as far as with uh, Triple X and Tashian getting killed. Um, just everything. It's just a lot of things that we're going to talk about, and I promise we're going to have that in the next episode. But today we just wanted to just really just talk about the draft and really focus in. And I want our listeners and ourselves to listen back to see who was right. I want to know, am I right or is all right? You know, you know who mm-hmm. who was more right on this. So, kind of, kind of, kind of interested to see. So, draft tonight, eight thirty, I believe, seven thirty. Who knows? Too many damn commercials anyway. But I know by tomorrow who was right. So, what you got? No, we just see that, see how that thing go. Um, see how many trades it is. That's that. That's usually the most intriguing about the draft. That kind of uh, make or break my draft. I uh, see who got traded. Any of my. Uh, Players that I like personally get get traded. I kind of feel some type of way, especially if it's to a from a to a situation I ain't really happy with. But. So, so we'll see what happens. But again, we thank all our listeners, all our fans, to listen to Two Herbs in the Pot. You know, we we'll back at y'all next week with a very compelling episode. I promise you, because we have a lot of things that we need to talk about. It's going to be two weeks worth of news information and life that has going on that we definitely want to talk about in the next one. We may have a special guest too. So, you know, keep listening, keep going along. Boom, 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 boom. What you got? <laughs> nah, you wrap it up. That's how you wrap it up. Yeah, so. I holla. All right. Yo, yo, yo. Yes, yeah, Zoe. You know, welcome right. back. Yeah, it's been a while. Two herbs in a pot. This is uh, episode five. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, about four or five. You know, we've been going for a nice little month or two. Hiatus, but we back. We trying to get this thing right, you know? Yeah, a lot has happened over these last couple of weeks, you know. But life is good. God is good. <laughs> Now we get to talk to our fans and, you know, talk about the progressions of how life is going and the little things that we see. So I'm kind of excited about today. How you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good today. Uh, checking over uh, 
the numbers on the podcast. You know, we don't we don't do no uh, broadcasting or anything like that. So just to see that random people is checking us out, I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out to all the and all the fans that's supporting us. And times when we not even, don't even support ourselves, so we definitely thank you. And you know, we definitely gonna be more consistent for you because it seems like people are looking out for us. So. Um, Let's get to it, man. So, like, what's your thoughts? Like, what's what's been going on? Talk to me. Like, all right. So, you know, uh, we got some new music drop. We got some Wale. Uh, we got some Kanye news. We got, you know, some good old Joe Button news. We can say RIP to my man, Mac Miller. Mm. That's, that was a hard, a hard situation for me, to be honest. Um, and, uh, you know, we got this NBA about to start. We got some trade rumors. And, uh, you know, we got some NFL football. We protesting or no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I protested I last week. But I, uh, <laughs> uh, you did? I was on a flight coming back from L.A., so I, I <laughs> You had to protest. You ain't got a choice with that. I mean. You yeah, mean, you know, we, we, we got some bullshit rankings, rankings coming up. Yeah, we do. I mean, we we gonna talk about it, but let's 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 start from the top. Like, I mean, I think first and foremost, before we do anything, I think that we definitely should do a moment of silence for for Mac Miller, um, and we could talk about that whole you know situation. But let's you know just pay our respects and just give him a, a moment of silence. All right, so. I can honestly say that, you know, I was I wasn't the biggest, biggest fan of Mac Miller. It was a few things that I listened to, but I know that he had a huge impact on the culture, um, the industry and just on people, period, just by seeing all the love and respect that he was getting not only from radio stations but from rap artists and just hearing from regular individuals on the streets it seemed like his death impacted a lot of people. Like how did how did it affect you? Me, Mac Miller. I've been listening to Mac Miller since about 2009, 2008, something like that, when we moved into, uh, started to move into Hershey, mm-hmm. like the end of like Linhart. So it, that kind of hit me heavy. And I've still listened to Mac Miller, even leading up to his passing. So yeah, uh, when that news started to come in, I was getting a lot of messages because uh, people knew, people knew uh, my love for the for the music he was making, but that's a that was a tough situation. That was like a close loss for me. The closest as far as like a celebrity, like that was a close one. He was a youngin too. Well, I can honestly say that um, you put me on Mac Miller. Um, I never really listened to him. We paying no mind. And he was just another nigga from Pittsburgh, and you kind of put me on the Wiz weave. So you kind of also told me about Mac. So. I mean, just overall, just the whole drug epidemic, you know, from Lil Pete to him now. I mean, it's just it's just crazy how the whole drug epidemic is starting to weaken and starting to hit our industry. Like, it's not really getting to us as minorities yet, but I can only imagine what the lean and all them pills that they're taking is what it's going to do for them in the long haul. Like, uh, yeah, drugs definitely have a, a lasting effect. I mean, I don't really know if you take in consideration what you're putting in your body at the time. I think you're just getting fired up. So it, it, it's scary. I mean, sometimes you got to kind of step it up with your knowledge. You got to kind of fall back on some situations or take a break or something. But I think he probably had an addiction, he's saying. So I don't know. It may be a little different. Can yeah, like, some I, help. like I think about movies like Cadillac Records and, and Ray, and it just seemed like all artists always had their own vice. Mm-hmm. Whether it was heroin back in the day, yeah, crack, cocaine, sniffing that shit, shooting that shit, smoking that shit, smoking some weed, or the perks, or like whatever. Like now, it's starting to seem like they trying to they trying to kill you. They, they lacing everything and shit. It was a bad epidemic in the city of Philly recently. I think he said like forty people died off of some some new shit that just hit the streets. So like you kind of got to be cautious and and, and aware. Get some help. That kind of would it, would it come down to because regardless of whatever you're going to do, you're going to pray, do whatever. But if you if you starting to go over the deep end, then you might want to get some help. Mm-hmm. So, 
Damn, I was about to say. So what the, what's your thoughts on you know how we have our Jay Z's or we have a plethora of artists now that's well within their forties and still correct. Ten, twenty years from now, with this drug epidemic and you have a young rappers, you know, now about lean method Z and all these drugs. Do you think that we're gonna have any of those? 20 years from now, do you think anything can be looked at as a Jay-Z or anything like that, or they are going to be strung out or something? Uh, I don't know if we got anybody here now that's going to be a Jay-Z or anything like that. It's going to have a lasting career. I don't... The way that people listen to the music is a little too fast, and if you, if you ain't... If you're not really bringing it I don't really see them gravitating you for a long time, to be honest. I don't really see anybody for real, for real that's that's hot like that. Out of the the group of the current young artists, um, who's the hottest right now? You know, you know, you're talking about younger than Drake and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, I don't really know who who that is just yet. They ain't that hot. They don't got the bars like they like. Hove had bars. He was able to. He was able to bring it in a way where. Yeah. Know, how, how does the mumble rap verse? I know I'm going off a little topic, and I know we got a whole laundry list and stuff. So I'm gonna keep this short. But how do the mumble rap advance from this stage? Because if you captivate them off of nothing, will they ever want to hear something? Uh, no, they don't. That's why is it a is a surge a resurgence of like a mobile rappers like if you what at the one kind of die down there's another one that just popped the fuck up yeah they kind of they just come they get just come in, in, in waves like they just come it's a uh, production and the like Takashi he he have nice beats and, and and aggressive music aggressive rap but I also feel like the mumble rap is also helping. Real rap, but wait, what's mumble rap now? Like, kind of like no. bullshit bars, or or people that re- like uh, make noises instead of like saying words. There, what, what I consider mumble rap are individuals that are just saying words with a melody, but it has no real substance or any real meaning behind it. So it's just words that just go with the flow. Oh, so they just kind of just ride in the ride the yeah. beats and just cool cool rap like. I want with like Takashi is more. He not really saying nothing, but he just like you can tell that he before he came up with some words, he came up with how it was going to sound like. So do that. Um, but it allows individuals like Kendrick, Cool, Me, Drake, Big Sean. For them to really become the superstars that they expected that they wanted to be, like the top isn't as crowded, the bottom is. Yeah, the bottom is damn crowded because you're trying to get up to the top. So like, you kind of got to make yourself stand out. So that's kind of why his music and Takashi's music is probably that aggressive. Like he he knew if I if if my look was gonna be wild with the multicolored hair, then you know. I would definitely get on when I'm fucking screaming. Bookie with the stiffy. Oh. <laughs> That's what I see. I know the words was. I'm, I'm just saying the sound effect and shit. But I do got a question though. What's up? Where does Cardi B go from there? Cardi B. Uh, she kind of got to go into re- uh, rebrand type situation. She getting rejected from events or galas or balls. I think she kind of. Well, I mean. She- she got rejected from Rihanna's, but Rihanna just blocked it from I me, mean, whatever her Instagram or whatever that shit is. I mean, uh-huh. Well, then how much? How much do you put Rihanna as the top dog in female music? Besides like, Beyonce, yes. All right, so Beyonce, Rihanna, and then Nikki or Cardi. 
they're competing for a parking spot. Uh-huh. That's why they're going hard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nikki had the parking spot. Uh-huh. But, but, but they just told her that uh-huh. Cardi applied for it. Oh, she hot. Yes. So now Nikki feel the pressure from Cardi. Mm-hmm. But Cardi's first album was shitty to me. I didn't listen to it, but it seemed to be a fan favorite. They got like eight videos for it. It's like a... Because she's a fan favorite. But now that she's no longer the TV personality turned rapper, now she's literally a rapper. Can she sustain this? Is the question. Sustainability. So, it's album two, yeah, you're going to have to go hard. She's going to have to go. She going If she want to keep the air of the public, she's going to have to go directly at Nicki Minaj. Like, if I was her, I'm not coming out with another CD. Like you gotta come out with that. See, you're on the contract. There ain't no, no, ain't no fans about that. No, what I'm doing right now, I'm doing movies. I'm doing TV appearances. I might do a few features. How how are you gonna how you gonna oblige the contract? How you gonna like not do album? They probably gave her an album number. She gotta do, like you gotta do four or five albums. But I don't know the the, the litigation behind a contract. That's usually how it goes. But the thing is, most of our checks is going to have the Migos on it. But even the Migos is starting to die down. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just how it's, you got to kind of rebrand it. You got to do a part two. She got to do another album. You don't got a choice. But the thing is, her stardom came off of a track that wasn't supposed to be as big as it's supposed to be. Bodak Yellow was a remake of damn near Kodak Black songs. It was. It just so happened to become a huge track, which is great. But that don't make you a huge rapper. I mean, she she gained the, the public she gained the public's air. They they loved her. And she kept killing them with singles after single after single. Built that to an album. If she could do that again, she gonna... What single? Uh, the drum with uh, Bruno Mars. She was a feature on that drum. That fucking remake for whatever they was doing? Dog, they love that shit. I, it's not one of my... I don't care for it, but like shit like that gets you... That, that gives you a whole new wave. So like... She captured, she captured a whole new crowd, new new fans. They only did that for the Grammys. Because Bruno Mars was performing, and they just tried to tag her in that shit. They, it worked. It worked. I think the hottest female rapper, though, is Eve. I'm going to have to go with that one. Eve? Yeah, Eve or, or uh, Miss Jade. How did rap see? Yeah, I mean, I don't even listen to Rhapsody. But I, I like what, what Eve and Miss Jade do. I know they bars. I don't know the bars, but I remember songs I know. You don't only make the Eve, though. I mean, I, that was the last hot, like, I like the last hot female rapper. I'm not mad at that. But damn. Oh, Remy Ma? You over there fucking with them Davis with the adobo? <laughs> you, you over there fucking with the, this nigga said the, the original C's were too original. Now hold on, hold on. Let me talk to my listeners. <laughs> Before you try to embarrass me. Alright, what you got? When you buy sunflower seeds, you always get a flavor. You only get original. Never. So when I come to his house, I see Three big bags of original. Now, unless somebody suffer from diabetes or high blood pressure or whatever, one got to do with salt consumption or whatever, which I know this household ain't got nothing to do with, I'm disappointed. So I go to the cabinet and get some adobo. <laughs> Have you ever heard of anybody doing anything similar to that? Have you ever heard of somebody having three packs of original seeds in their house? I mean, she eats original seeds. She don't like flavors. 
I gotta talk to my man. <laughs> I don't know with you. Unless you go to BJ's again this shit wholesale, I can't see somebody getting three bags of originals. But yeah, I, I did put some adobo in there, but I think that's it brings up a striking question. Where are the best sunflower seeds flavors? And nacho cheese was always my favorite growing up. Nacho cheese. You I I motherfucking fingers look at I might open a pack up and and get a get a taste of the inside of it. I mean I, I agree. That's cheese boys number two. Number two. I might have to go ranch or the jalapeno. Mm. They say jalapeno. I think the jalapeno over the nacho cheese. Nah, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. When you eat seeds, you need a little bit of spice with the extra salt that you get. <laughs> you need it. To... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ah. Nah, well, I, no, nacho cheese is never nacho cheese is king, and, mm-hmm. and then we got jalapeno, and then we got ranch, and we go original barbecue. No, yeah, that's how I rock it right there. First off, what is sweet and spicy? I ain't never had sweet and spicy. Oh, uh, see, you not a you not a wee, I mean, a wee, you not a, a seed kind of sort. I like what I what like. About, what about the dill pickle? They, <laughs> the dill pickle is not that good though. It's better than the original. It's, it's okay. It ain't like the original is original though. Like it's chilling. If I just went into a cabin and put some adobo on the original, that means that shit got me the bottom of the barrel. No, that's just you. I didn't know how the hell you did that. They didn't even stick to the adobo stick. Hmm? Did they stick to the seats? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. So who's your ranking? How would you how would you bust it? I would do probably sweet and spicy ranch. Nacho cheese. Dill pickle. Barbecue original. How you say original bullshit and you say it's in your top five? You ain't say no dill pickles? What is that dill pickle? Why? 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 Just better than original. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I promise you, for the listeners that listen to us, it's going to be somebody that agree with me. I don't know if anybody, the, well, original is probably like. One of the top selling seed flavors. I guarantee that. Yeah, because every store don't, don't be selling flavors. They be scared of their consumers. They be who? They scared. What they scared of? To lose money. Why would you want to keep a bunch of fucking seeds and then motherfuckers buy Because original is safe. Because somebody got a craving for seeds, no matter what, if they don't have the flavor that they want, they going to go to original. Exactly. That's bullshit. No. So if you had a if you had a store, you're gonna keep dill, jalapeno, you gonna go sweet and spicy, you're gonna go uh you gonna you gonna go freak doobie on the flavors, you might try to talk to David and get your own flavor, ain't you? Damn right. Vani <laughs> Vani flavor. <laughs> what the, the fuck flavor is that? It's this? gonna it's gonna be like a like a sweet and spicy type thing. Like when you first taste it, it might come off a little sweet. Uh-huh. But then when you bite into it, you get the spice. So it might be like a jerk chicken type C, like <laughs> jerk, jerk chicken. Like it's gonna be like a, uh, uh, it's gonna be like a, uh, like a, like some jerk with like some ranch or something like jerk ranch. Is, uh, all right, if I was to get my own flavor, I would go. I like sweet, so some type of honey. Honey, oh, we get some honey mustard, honey barbecue type, some honey barbecue. Hey, hey, hey give me some, some honey barbecue, some honey barbecue seeds. Yeah, I can come up there. Hey, bud. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds like a go. We're going to save that. David, we're going to sponsor this. We're going we're gonna to give a sponsor to David today. Mm-hmm. Your boy want to make some honey barbecue seeds. Jerk chicken ranch. And some jerk chicken ranch. So, we call that John Jamaican. Smacker, <laughs> Jamaican smacker seeds. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you're making me smack because you're making me smack on the seeds. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're you doing. You're making me smack. You're making me smack. What's your flavor? <laughs> My, uh, uh, damn. Honey. Honey bee. Honey bee home. Honey bee who? Honey bee home. Honey bee home. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at you. Honey bee homie. Honey bee homie. Honey bee homie. I'm feeling that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't mad at that one. Honey bee homie. So, so David, I'm holler at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boost yourselves up. Jerking me smacking? <laughs> Jamaican me smacking. Yeah, Jamaican me smacking. You say jerking me smacking. You some freak shit. What the fuck? Jerking me smacking. That's how you like to get it there? You, you get smacked by you fucking stroking the yeah. chicken over there? Me. And everyone was jerking the chicken over there? Maybe we've been. I don't know. You just get like that sometimes. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freak ass, but uh, <laughs> we just listened to that Wale shit before uh, we 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 uh, got on. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, I told you I feel. I, I think that Wale's in a different space, and I think that he's not getting the respect that he deserves as an artist. Um, How would you feel if he retired? Like he said, he was thinking. I think it would be good for him. There's no retirement permit. It'd just be a little absence from music, essentially. Just like, give you you some time to appreciate the shit that I did while I'm gone, because you think I ain't shit now. So when I fall back on you and I drop no shit on your head, you're going to be like, damn, that old Wale was hot. Like, that, all that Wale should be hot. It gave a lot, it gave his his fans and non-fans the opportunity to go through his archives and least take heed to... Shit, hey, you dropping. Yeah, because all these CDs is great, man. Like all these CDs, I I can't even lie, and you know, let me just get to the CD just to make sure I just get it right. But when my mom passed away, the one CD that got me through was the Gifted. Oh, Gifted! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my favorite song, Ambition. Man, while they has while they crept into my favorite one of the artists that gets a permanent pass in two thousand eight, um, that motherfucking Nike boots, boy, I couldn't stop motherfucking playing that song to save my life. Even though I wanted to, I, I couldn't stop playing it. That's just what the fuck that was. Like that shit just. And you already knew I was fucking with the gold dome every day. I already couldn't stop wearing them drones, so it just was like. This nigga talking to me right now. Mm-hmm. And then he had the mixtape about nothing. Killed that shit. That shit was everything. And then he just kept doing on this. And you just and him and Meek got together. And I'm like, God damn, Meek, Meek in the same categories while late for me. Like untouchables. These motherfuckers don't matter. A couple of niggas. Meek, Wale, Cole, Fat. Now let's talk about it. If we had to just rank, if we had to just rate them strictly by CDs. Who's this better? Mika Wala. CD collections? Yep. Take Wala. That's kind of hard. Well, they got a, a, a lot of good shit, and Meek got a, a lot of good shit. I'm going back to Flamers and all that shit. Like, I know all that. Yeah, you can do Flames 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, that shit hot. That shit is hot. My niggas gonna ride. I, 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 I get that. But what? During that time, he wasn't the best of the blood. Who was? That nigga who? Nah. To be honest, my favorite rapper growing up. Three dollars. Uh, no. Who was a? Uh, it may have been George Jahad. Mine was Reed. And so I met that nigga in Kmart and asked me to put his fucking air conditioner in his trunk. No, nigga, I'm not doing that. Why didn't you do that? That's part of your job. Not part of my job. You want to lead a crew with no product. 
That's what they told us. He gonna look at me like you gonna put that joint in my car, nigga. What? Why did you put it in his car? He need help. He's supposed to be reading us. Where your fucking crew at? He was in Kmart getting the air conditioner. I need a crew. Oh, he was baby mom the whole time. Cause she was probably drunk. Yeah, he was drunk. <laughs> but I might have to go meet. I like that. how. How? Uh, uh, what 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 city that Meek has better attention deficit? All right, hold on, I'm gonna give it to you. What's the Meek Jones where he got the flying face? Exit it. Huh? Exit the broadcast. I did. They say two people recording. 